Welcome to the I Give It F1 podcast. I'm Allison. And I'm Lynette, and we're here to talk about the latest news in Formula One. So welcome back, everybody. Today we are recapping the Belgian Grand Prix. And yes. uh, how beautiful is Spa? Like, it's so oh beautiful. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Um, I don't want to be rained on the whole yeah. weekend, though. So I was thinking about, would that be a fun race to go it's, to? I'm like, it's like the one turnoff because yeah you pretty much are gonna see some rain that weekend i feel like yeah and it's like i love my my like get up for the formula <laughs> one weekends like you know we've got our like merch shirts um but i love to like dress up and so yeah you've got the igf1 i've got the yeah and i'm then you're celebrating have charles shoes. being on <laughs> with no incidents no incidents him. this weekend <laughs> <laughs> at least during the race for him um, yeah, so I think definitely it would be a cool race to go to, but I also don't love the rain, so, <laughs> but it made for a really interesting weekend. Yeah. So. And I can't believe no rain on race day. Yeah, it was almost like a letdown because we had <laughs> Everybody so was much waiting rain. for it. Yeah. yeah. But I was kind of hoping it wouldn't because... I thought, oh no, then they're going to red flag it. And then we're just going to be sitting there waiting because I feel like they were being extra sensitive with the rain this yes. weekend. And so I was like, eh, better we not have any. Yeah. And just all the delays. I yeah. mean, just delay after delay after delay. I was sitting there like, okay, let me put the kids in daycare now. Like, <laughs> oh wait, I can't because there's a delay. So, you know, it was, it was frustrating, but overall, I think it provided a lot of excitement. Yeah. So I think so. Yeah. So also it was a sprint weekend, another sprint right. weekend, which I had forgotten about till like earlier last week. Same. I was like, oh, it's a sprint weekend. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it was a lot of excitement going into like the end of the first half yeah. of the season. So um, I, I sort of appreciated it, but I'm also just like not sure how I feel about sprint races. Yeah. So same I still it still hasn't changed my mind but it was kind of like you said a good way to kind of go off with a an exciting weekend a busy weekend before the break so yeah absolutely well let's get into it all right <laughs> okay so we're going to cover the like sprint, sprint stuff yeah, first. first okay to not get confused got it <laughs> so, so sprint quali mm -hmm. so wet like we mentioned yes. it started off on inters um and it wasn't until q2 or q3 that they were able to get onto the slicks and during q2 it was looking like it might they might be able to go onto slicks and we we're seeing who was going to be the first one stroll yeah <laughs> How did, what did you think about that i thought it it, it sounded good in theory mm -hmm. but Man, did he really get, yeah. he, he screwed it up big time. <laughs> he screwed the pooch. <laughs> yeah, and it was right when they were saying, oh, he might have a chance here because he had passed the the sectors that were more wet and it was looking like Straight the rest off. of the track was going to be pretty dry. And he just hit a little patch that, that was a little wet and he, <laughs> Ruined he just it for lost everybody. it. Yeah, <laughs> even his teammate. Yes, and Hulkenberg, I believe, didn't get a time on the, on the mm. on the sprint qualifying so the sprint shootout yeah and what i found interesting were the alpines were in the top 10 and we'll discuss later but alpine has been through a lot of changes this week we weren't sure how they were going to perform and them being in the top 10 pretty good result yeah i think so <laughs> and I, and that's the thing with the when it rains and the conditions are li like this i feel like we always 
kind of have some surprises and yeah see who who can come out on top with all of those challenges so yeah it's good to see that that they were able to to get a little something this weekend yeah absolutely so for the sprint shootout we had we ended up having max p1 oscar p2 mm-hmm. and carlos p3 yeah what do you think it was a close one again at yeah. the end um wasn't it separated by like one 100th mm-hmm. between him and oscar yeah. it was really close right till the end and and even I mean, it was just looking so close at first. They even told him, Max, that you have to pick up the pace. You have to pick up the pace. And um, for a second, I thought he wasn't going to do it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, is Oscar going to get <laughs> get full for the sprint? But but I think it's still a really good result once again. Like, he's just being so consistent and, and really showing us what he can do. Yeah, he is. Um, well, on Oscar's side, you mm. know, all the McLaren fans out there, I think a lot of McLaren fans were coming into the weekend really positive yeah. and hoping for some good results and Oscar did so well and mm-hmm. and I, it's just showing once again okay it wasn't just Silverstone and so now that's mm-hmm. three races where it looks like they really they're they're back up the, at the top yeah yeah for sure and I think Carlos had a good you know a good qualifying mm-hmm. as well for for the sprint race and that was a good confidence booster for him. And what happened to Leclerc? Do you know what happened to Leclerc in the in the qualifying there? Was he was fourth? No. Okay. Um, no, I didn't know that. I was curious where he ended up. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do think that Carlos is kind of showing. You know, he has been able to compete on Leclerc's level, mm-hmm. and he's gotten up to the point with the car where he feels like super confident. And he's racing like a top tier driver now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're both of them are pretty evenly like matched. Yeah. So it's really good. And, and once I feel like Ferrari's just kind of, I know a lot of people are like, oh, these horrible races, but even though they have had yet some bad races, I feel like they're still kind of, the drivers are at least consistent and they're still kind of like just in the middle they're still in yeah. the mix yeah. in the top. The top they mix. haven't really fallen out completely. Right. Um, obviously, they're not 100% like at the top every weekend, but they're still getting in there every every couple races yeah. or so. So And the sprint shootout, the sprint race weekends, I feel like for some reason, yeah. there's some sort of magic that happens with <laughs> them not having too much <laughs> strategy involved. It's a quick weekend. You got to just get in there and yeah. get out. And they seem to have better results. So... Yeah, so we had the sprint race, and yeah, let's okay. let's talk yeah. About- so we had our our top three um, was Max, Oscar, and Carlos, and mm-hmm. oh, are we talking about the qualifying? Yeah, oh. the sprint qualifying. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we were starting off the race, um, and everybody wanted to see what what Oscar could do. Yes, and he was leading the sprint race. I know, which was so cool. <laughs> I I didn't I knew it wouldn't last, but I was very very optimistic at a certain point. Like seeing a McLaren out in front was really something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it started on the wet tires with mm-hmm. um, a rolling the rolling start. start. Yeah, right. 
yeah, that was a, a bit hectic, the start of the race. Mm. We weren't sure if it was going to rain, if it was going to be dry. Then it was raining, then it stopped. Everyone was under the tents. Like Yeah, and then once the safety car went out and they started doing the formation laps, they kind of kept changing. Is it a 16-lap race? And then mm-hmm. it went down to 12 and then 11 um, because they were counting. I guess they did the formation lap, but at first they weren't sure. Is this just a formation right. lap or are we going to continue? Because they had about four, four, four or five formation mm-hmm. laps. Yeah. And then they decided not to count them as formation laps. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so they just... Um, made the the race an 11 lap race and i think it had to do with the fuel in the cars because they Mm -hmm. fueled according to what they thought they were going to have to do and so that's probably why they just made it a shorter race but that start with having it be a rolling start with everybody going into the pits that was i think pretty exciting yeah yeah to change in out of the woods didn't I guess Max decided to stay out that first lap yeah. after the safety car mm-hmm. and Oscar went straight in. So he got the undercut. Is that right? Yeah. So he was able to get in first. And since their garage was at the end, he was able, I think it made it easier for him once they changed the tires to come out before everybody else that was behind him. Mm-hmm. So that worked out really well for them. And uh, I don't, I mean, I don't think the Red Bulls were worried about it, obviously, but it was still exciting that he led, that he led for a little bit and there was like a chance that, yeah. that he could have maybe won the race. But yeah, that, that pit stop, all those pit stops kind of made it a little exciting. I was worried that something could happen in there, you know, a little bumping into each other because it was wet. So, and then you have them all just coming in and out all crazy, but yeah. Everything was pretty clean. Clean driving overall. Yeah. I think Oscar did a, did a great job, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep his position, but also driving cleanly. And yeah, yeah I think I think overall it was a great result for him. And I think this is a confidence booster for him. Mm-hmm. It shows him, hey, like Lando's been on podium. I want this so bad. Yeah. And, and he's been so go. close. So yeah, this was his moment. It's kind of funny, though, because I thought he would be like, more excited and animated <laughs> but like oscar is so mellow he, he doesn't show any sort of you know overreaction to mm. excitement or disappointment he's just sort of like or anger chill. mr chill <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. and maybe you know because it was the sprint race versus just a, re- a regular race maybe yeah. that he was like a little bit like okay it's not a race win yet so yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll get there, I think. Yeah, He's for doing sure. really, really good. Well, so we can't uh, not talk about the incident between Hamilton and Perez. You yeah. Talk about it? Yeah, what did you think about it? Um, I thought it was... I thought it... I thought the... the, the what is it? Penalty fit the crime, I guess? Five mm-hmm. seconds? I don't oh, know. Okay, I'm surprised. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that it was too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> uh because you think I'm a Hamilton girly. <laughs> but I agree. I mean, it was, to me, it was pretty obvious, like, on with the camera angles, the shots that they had, that he did pretty much drive right into the side of Perez. Yeah. Um, and there was plenty of space on at that turn, at that spot where they had it, where it was really something that shouldn't have happened, whether... Lewis lost a little bit of control, like maybe he had too much understeer or something, but there was plenty of space where he should have had control of the car. Right. And knowing the track conditions, given, like, took that into account and given a little bit more space. But 
Yeah. You can tell from the camera angles afterwards, like if you watch them, the car goes right into him. Like it kind of even turns a little bit mm. right into it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a shame that Perez had to retire, but, um, you know, it, it's it's sort of his story of the year. It's yeah. like he's so <laughs> up and down with this mm. car and it didn't surprise me, unfortunately, that yeah. he had to retire. <laughs> Just some bad luck. <laughs> yeah. And Lewis still got some points. I think he got, what, two points? Yes. So our top eight were George, Lewis, Lando, Charles, Carlos, Pierre, Oscar, and Max. Mm-hmm. Great job on Pierre's part. I was yeah. really impressed that he was able to come in third. And, you know, Esteban Ocon was right outside the the top eight. Mm-hmm. So I was I was like, come on, Alpine. <laughs> you know, they've had such a rough go the last couple of weeks and and I really wanted to see a good result by them. And I was I was impressed by by that. Also, Lando coming in six. Mm-hmm. So McLaren still hanging in there in the sprint race. Can't say the same for the race, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then, of course, you know, Carlos and Charles, fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. So hanging in there at the top, yeah. like you said, you know, Ferrari fans, don't get down on yourself yet because <laughs> they're still doing very well. And yeah, I mean, great. I think with what they have, they've they've done pretty well. Yeah, for sure. And then we had, um, I think Fernando Alonso didn't finish the sprint race as well. Yes, that's right. Because he went out on the on gravel. The gravel, yeah. Got stuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunate for Alonso, but. Yeah, so that's all I had for the sprint race. Do you have anything else? No, I think those were like the major things that happened. Of course, Oscar and then Perez and Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> getting into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's get into qualifying. So we were on inters. Started on inters. Started on inters. Until Q2. Yeah. So the track did end up drying, which was interesting because you get like the wet and the dry and quality mm-hmm. two different types of of uh strategies going into play there yeah and and once again to see who's gonna go out first on the <clears throat> on the dries and and all of that and it was interesting because they all weekend they were pretty much it was a wet weekend and so by yeah. the race they didn't have too much information on how the softs or the mediums were going to be working so um, that was something that kind of went into play there. Sorry. <laughs> I almost dropped my phone. Um, yeah, no, I definitely think that it was, there was not enough data going into mm-hmm. the weekend on dries. So yeah. no one really knew how their cars were going to respond on the track when they switched out from enters to you know, yeah. mediums or whatever. But yeah, so um what were your main notes for qualifying so um max was barely made it into q3 which um if you remember the radio message he was a little upset about that um with when the team brought him out and Mm -hmm. and how all of that worked out because he was just right at the bottom barely barely made it yeah and and he was upset. And then once he got into Q3, I mean, he kind of showed them like, don't don't do that again. <laughs> and yeah. look at what I'm going to do. He was 0.82 seconds from the second 
Charles. Which was Charles. Yeah. yeah. So almost a second. That's crazy. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, going into it, you know, Verstappen had the five place grid penalty mm-hmm. for Gearbox. Yeah. And so we kind of knew he wasn't, I mean, we knew he wasn't going to start from P1. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of Ferrari fans were super excited to see yes. Charles <laughs> <laughs> starting at the front for that, for Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I was excited. I was excited to see someone else in the front. Yeah, me too. Um, did you think that Leclerc was going to end up on the podium? I think I, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. I was just curious. Just curious because <laughs> I didn't think he was gonna get first, but I think podium for sure. Yeah. And, yeah. And and just seeing how they how they performed on Saturday and. And obviously during qualifying on Friday, I felt like, okay, they could, they could do it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a one-off <laughs> so, for qualifying. So one thing I wanted to point out was for qualifying, like the actual mm-hmm. results for the, for the Belgian GP, Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes, McLaren, and Aston Martin, mm-hmm. all 10 cars were in the top 10. Which I found really kind of telling to, okay, these are our top five teams. Mm -hmm. And they're clearly the top five teams, like very clearly the top five teams. And I felt like this was sort of showing that. And yes, of course, like they're in different positions, but um, Aston Martin being the the bottom two, I was like, okay, makes sense. Pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. McLaren. Uh, Mercedes and Ferrari were sort of like fighting for those middle spots. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's where we ended up. We had McLaren fifth and seventh because Max split the two, but they were together mm-hmm. without Max getting the penalty. Yeah. And yeah, Hamilton had a great qualifying as well. And Perez. So I was impressed with Perez. You know, he came back from the day before having that crash. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> Which um, could have, he Hamilton. probably was maybe worried, oh gosh, here we go again, you know, right. what's going to happen. But he, he kept it together and yeah. was able <laughs> to be on the on the front row. Yeah. Yeah. So that was our qualifying. I don't really have anything mm-hmm. else. I felt like quality was a little bit, um, not boring, but just not as interesting, I guess, as like the sprint day. Because mm-hmm. you had Saturday separate from everything else and there was you know qualifying's first and then you've got sprint and then like a whole day goes by no race and you kind of forget about qualifying on friday maybe they should do sprints on fridays and then saturday do qualifying for the race on sunday yeah that would be a way better idea Mm -hmm. than like splitting it all up yeah yeah so what were your predictions going into the race Okay, so let me see. Let me see the starting grid here. <laughs> so I for okay. I I figured that Ferrari wasn't gonna be going to be able to keep their first their first spot, yeah. but I thought that Leclerc was gonna be able to put up a little bit of a fight. Not not like what happened, but um yeah, I thought it was going to look a little bit better for Ferrari. And um, obviously, Max, I figured he'd move up pretty quickly. And I thought that maybe 
Oscar was going to move up a couple more places, but we know how that turned out. (laughs) Yeah. So I definitely thought Max was going to be able to get first. Mm -hmm. That was like number one. I always knew that was going to happen. It's like he's shown us time and time again, you know, like that he's capable of getting that first place every time. So yes, I knew I knew Max at some point. I was like, but it was more of like which lap was yeah. he gonna be able to like pull out in front? I felt like it took him a little longer. It did. Than I was thought. it like lap fourteen? I think it was. Yeah, I think it was like lap fourteen mm. or something. But yeah, so but my my main hope was that like two other drivers would end up second and third. So like mm-hmm. a McLaren and a Ferrari. That was kind of that my hope. Been nice, yeah. Um, or or a Mercedes and a. McLaren or Mercedes and Ferrari, just one of those other teams to be able to like take two and three. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't so. It just <laughs> wasn't so, Lynette. <laughs> so Perez went into the lead lap one. Yeah. I was so like, I thought maybe at least like Charles would be able to hold him back a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, at least until DRS maybe, but... No. Yeah. So <laughs> we happen. we did ask you guys what your predictions were, by the way. And a lot of y'all were saying like Max, Checo, Charles, or Lewis. One of you said, I can't predict, but the driver who who outperforms the other might be out of the slump. <laughs> uh Verstappen Perez Piastri. And then uh T Kelkow, K E L K O W said chaos and heartbreak. And that is what <laughs> kind happened of, yeah. in the first lap, is it not? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, signs and piastri lap one incident. Yeah. So, my question is who do you think was at fault? Um, I think Oscar was a little more at fault. Oh my gosh, I'm exact opposite. Really? Yes. At first, I thought it was Carlos for sure, but then I saw replays and saw what happened um Oscar kind of whether it what he didn't have enough time or anything he kind he didn't have enough time to back out of it but he went into that corner that really there was no room for him to go so um yeah, Carlos I think was there already was room there. until like Carlos had the lockout and he was Carlos he was changing directions quite mm-hmm. a couple times. So, and I feel like, in my opinion, I'm like, he deserved the penalty. <laughs> I love Carlos and I will always stand up for him if I can, but I felt like he was at fault. So I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> but he went hard on Piastri. Yeah. So he the had race. the lockup and he, in order to avoid Lewis, he moved to the right and he was ahead of Oscar the whole time. So he kind of went for that gap before the turn and had that spot and then Oscar was just coming up behind and like I said either he didn't have enough time to back out of it um so he kind of got squeezed in there and really there was nowhere for him to go because Carlos was ahead and he had that position there so he just kind of squeezed him in and (laughs) so for the reason that I said Lewis deserved the penalty. I felt like Carlos should have gotten mm-hmm. a penalty. My opinion, yeah. but I feel like someone deserved a penalty in that because it was the same like type of incident. incident. I wouldn't say it's the same because there it first of all it was like the lap 1 turn 1, right? And yeah, usually with those they're pretty lenient, lenient on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can see that there was sometimes like Oscar could have backed out a little bit like it was really close and 
and that's the reason they didn't do a penalty. But when I first mm. saw it, I thought for sure, like, oh, Carlos, what'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, his his uh, comments after were pretty harsh for Oscar. He said, "I've I've raced this track oh, like eight right. times. About experience, it shows like you're. Yeah, he was like, oh man, I was like awkward. So, yeah, yeah, it was. He was definitely making it about his experience and that (laughs) Oscar will learn eventually. (laughs) Yeah. So other than that, I really felt like the race overall was a little bit boring compared to the rest of the weekend. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't it dry? Like the majority of the time. (laughs) There was a couple sprinkles there, but not enough, I guess, to to make them go in and change. And I thought it was going to come down harder because they kept Mm -hmm. talking about it. And and even when they they I think it was Norris and somebody else that they pit when they had just said 10 minutes and were expecting rain and they went in and put them on the on the sauce. I was like, oh, my God, what are they doing? I know. (laughs) But I guess they they knew that the rain wasn't going to come down too too hard. So, yeah. So. I think another thing that I was going into the weekend wondering was like after last week with Ricardo Mm -hmm. and his results, you know, kind of showing up Yuki and this week coming in 16th, I'm a little bit like confused. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, what happened? I mean, I thought that he was doing really well in the car and then all of a sudden he's Yuki's way beyond. Yeah. Well, for sure it had to do part of it had to do with his qualifying and him, yeah, yeah with uh, losing that time right for going like with lap track limits yeah track limits mm-hmm. so but I feel like he really didn't make any progress he didn't move up as much as I thought maybe he would yeah so yeah it wasn't very like an, I think a good race for him overall yeah yeah so my question for you is, do you think that Ricardo is like by the end of the season, do you think he will have had better results in the car than Yuki or do you think vice versa? I think he will. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this was a one-off. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I, I kind of expected him to just blow it out of the water, but you know, I don't give... Yuki deserves more credit than that because he is a great driver. So, mm-hmm. um, and he ended up in the points. Yeah. So, I mean, can't really argue with that. But. <laughs> Lance Stroll had a better race. He ended up in ninth and Esteban Ocon, I think he started in 15th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he ended up in ninth or eighth. Yeah. I think he moved up the most out of everybody, right? I think so. Yeah. So, Esteban had a great race and Fernando Alonso, you know, he went from not even finishing in the sprint race Mm -hmm. to getting fifth in the, in the, on Sunday. Yeah. So he had a good race as well. Yeah. Not a bad race for, for Aston Martin considering. Yeah. How it's been. And I thought, I thought it was a great effort by Lewis coming in on the last lap to get fastest Mm -hmm. lap to take that point away. Yeah. And so impressed by that yeah because they I mean they realized there there was no chance that they were going to catch uh Charles with I think it was like what three laps left and yeah and he was two seconds behind so not only did he have to catch up to him but then he has to try and and get the move on him so it was a smart thing to do right so our top three 
Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc. Mm-hmm. Kind of what we were thinking might yeah, happen. That's what I was thinking. I thought um, maybe the only one that I thought might have been able to change that up was Oscar. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the McLarens right now are maybe a little bit better than Ferrari and Mercedes. I feel like Ferrari and Mercedes are both kind of, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. You know what we forgot to talk about? Gridwalk. Gridwalk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't go without saying. And we that, have to talk about this one. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I'm sorry, guys. Gridwalk is after race talk this time, but... That grid walk, uh, I actually, and we've talked about this before, I think offline, I was always wanting to see a Brundle fan mm-hmm. grid walk. And I was so excited. I was like, oh, this is his, like, he's changing direction here. You yeah. know, we're talking to the fans. We're, you know, getting another perspective. And none of them were speaking English. Like, it was hard for him to find any English speaking yeah fans and so i was kind of like dang i really wanted to like hear what they had to say but um most of them were either mclaren like lando norris Mm -hmm. mclaren fans or uh, verstappen and saw a couple of hamilton fans in there and there were i think he interviewed like a set of twins like twin twin boys that Mm -hmm. were like in their their teens (laughs) one was a verstappen fan one was a hamilton fan so they were kind of going at it on the the mic there but i like the idea of it but i feel like they could have executed it better maybe have pulled out before going on air who they were going to talk to if people even spoke English because from the group that was there hardly any of them did Mm-mm. so they could have planned it out better but I like where they're going with this I, I like that yeah I thought it was need really to try nice it, it was a change mm-hmm. of pace maybe for Austin they'll do it come see us Martin. <laughs> <laughs> please come see us we want to be uh, guests on your show yeah <laughs> on your grid walk show so then yeah obviously the um the national anthem oh my gosh the the reactions just like yeah. pure reactions on camera <laughs> by not only fernando alonso who we can always trust yes. to be honest about his opinion because his eyes were like yeah he was like does anybody see this is it just me what's going on here um and And then then george 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 was holding it in pretty good too he was all i wanted was the camera to pan over to daniel i wanted to see daniel's reaction so bad um but they didn't they didn't show him so if anybody has any footage please send it to us we want to see but even the prime minister did you see at the very beginning he was like like holding back uh, yeah. laughter or something <laughs> i'm not sure but um very interesting yeah national for, anthem for the national anthem it was a little out there i think <laughs> it was but i mean i i always enjoy like a little showmanship mm-hmm. so the elton john vibes were <laughs> yeah. hilarious like the sunglasses with little flames was, at the end i thought it was funny mm-hmm. um and clearly some of the other drivers did too yeah but funny in a good way i'm like sometimes you just need a little Mm-hmm. little something yeah <laughs> wake everybody up before the race yeah like are you watching guys because <laughs> you should be so that concludes the grid walk unless did you no that was <laughs> really like much the main it, yeah. thing and who was your driver of the day uh, i don't know 
I feel like I never know who I die about the day or the losers. Okay, I need to like think about it just, because we had sprint race yeah. and we had race day. So like, are we taking it from race day or sprint, sprint race? Sprint race for sure. Okay. I'm gonna say Oscar. Yes, hundred percent. Same. Oscar for sure. And then um on race day, um there I feel like there was a lot of good drives, so it's mm-hmm. hard to pick. I don't know. Who, who's yours? I'm going to go Sonoda because I felt like it was a big day for him to show that, you know, Ricardo comes in the week before he kills it, does mm-hmm. a great job. And Sonoda's like, well, don't come in here and take my seat. So then he's <laughs> got like a rebuttal. Yeah. And I felt like Sonoda, this was like, this was his day. So driver of the day for me, Sonoda. Okay. Or Ocon, but Sonoda. Mm-hmm. A little <laughs> Sonoda wins out just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What What did our oh, listeners say? Yeah. I'm so, getting ideas. From so you our listeners said uh, Leclerc, I believe, was the one who came out on top there. Let me see. Leclerc had 39%. Mm-hmm. Max, 24%. Ocon, 20%. And then 17% of you said someone else. And a lot of y'all had said Sonoda... Oscar, I guess maybe that was from the sprint. Yeah. And then Lando. Okay. I think we have some good Lando yeah. fans up. I know. That follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Lando gets a lot of love. <laughs> yeah, he does. But Leclerc, uh, for some reason, first Leclerc. We also have a lot of Ferrari fans, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Thanks I to mean, Juan. He had a good race, but I wouldn't say driver of the day, you know. Him and like him and Lewis had good races, but they were just kind of out there on their own doing their thing. So I wouldn't say driver of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Come don't on, know. you got to pick somebody. Okay, um, I'll go with um, I'll go with Ocon then. Yeah, since that was your second, and he um had the most overtakes. So he we'll did. Go with him. He went from fifteen to eight. So go SD Bestie. <laughs> <laughs> I should have worn my SD Bestie shirt. You should have. <laughs> So, who was your biggest loser, by the way? Biggest loser. Um, um, team wise, I'm gonna go with Haas. So I feel like they weren't really anywhere this weekend. I mean, they nope. haven't been, but uh. <laughs> that was mine. Mm-hmm. That was mine, Lynette. I was like, dang, where is Haas? And biggest loser in general like more so than anybody else nico like what happened what happened to all of your like qualifying and like literally the whole race i mean he was just yeah he had a i mean qualifying for sure because he's been doing really good but um i feel like this weekend he was just they were kind of off weekend yeah yeah so haas biggest Mm -hmm. loser and with that do we want to do a pit crew segment? Yes. Okay. So we asked you guys if you had any questions or thoughts to discuss on the podcast. And so we've got a few questions, actually. Some good ones. What was up with Stroll's glasses? <laughs> okay. So Stephanie? I saw this question. And I that lo- is a new trend. Have you, you saw them? Yes. Okay. It's I, a new trend. I looked it up because I hadn't seen anything like with him wearing glasses and I couldn't find anything from this weekend. So I, I don't know what she's oh, talking about. Oh, he was wearing about. them on the, um, 
I think he was wearing them the during the national thing. anthem. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, he. Those are so cool. Like whoever wants to sponsor us, like send us those sunglasses because I will absolutely wear those. <laughs> they are so cool. They're like a take on like an '80s glasses. Now I don't know like what the brand is, but yeah, those are cool. Um, but he's. It's weird because. Stroll is not necessarily a fashionista. Mm-hmm. He's more of like a hoodie guy, <laughs> like a hoodie and like a Aston Martin guy. Like he wears all the Aston Martin gear. And so having him wear these glasses is a little jarring because it's like on his face, <laughs> like in your face. But yeah, I mean, I love them. They look great. So I say, Lance, like, come on out with all your fashion sense. We want to see. Yeah, those. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like, I don't know if they're like we'll ski glasses or Miami style glasses. I've yeah. seen um, the bright colors of it. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem like that, but like that would be his style. But yeah, but yeah, I've seen I've seen those around a bit. Yeah. So let's see. Our next question is from uh, Abish. And he asks reverse grid in F1, half championship, one and a half times the championship points for the drivers who start below 15th. What do you think about that? No, like (laughs) absolutely no. (laughs) Immediately no. Immediately no. No, I'm, I hate when they talk about the reverse grid. I'm just like, no, you cannot do that. I mean, that just takes away. I mean, the whole point of racing. Yeah, like she's very passionate about this. (laughs) It just takes away (laughs) the whole point of racing and being the fastest and being the best. And it's like the whole participation trophy thing. Like you're in the back. (laughs) Well, you suck. So let's move you to the front. And (laughs) yeah. And you and what was the half point? I'm like, I don't even know what the rest of this question was. One and a half times championship points for the drivers who start below 15th. No. Mm-mm. yeah I don't know I mean I, I feel like that would like you're not gonna fight as much because you're gonna say well I'm still gonna get these points or get extra points and knowing teams they might use that in strategy and say oh well instead of getting um ninth or tenth mm-hmm. let's uh make sure that we get 12 now we have extra points and that's yeah. just yeah no um okay well i'm gonna leave it at that (laughs) um okay so bryant (laughs) my husband he couldn't help himself he had to write in and say max on pace for greatest season of all time (laughs) come on duh yeah i mean (laughs) on paper statistics isn't he one race away from having like one of the greatest records in like so one race one went away from tying sebastian vettel's nine, nine. race went in a row uh-huh. um so in two races he'll he'll beat that so yes he is on pace yeah. and do you th- and points also he's had the most points that at least red bull has ever had mm-hmm. which i think you shared that today mm-hmm. he beat um Two of Sebastian Vettel's highest scoring years with Red Bull. Right. Already. And we still have, I don't know how many races. So do you think that he will not finish first in any race for the rest of the season? What do you think? Yes or no? Do you think he'll not get first 
just just knock it first in one race by the end of the season i would i want to say let's bet like a shot on I this <laughs> on on of really camera. good tequila <laughs> gosh i want to say no because i feel like there's no way that that could happen but at this point the way things are going yeah i think he'll he'll win every race <gasps> oh my gosh what do you think i'm just gonna go with I'm gonna yes go no. because i'm gonna go no just to like just to say something opposite of you mm-hmm. so that one of us has to take yeah. a shot by the end of the season yeah <laughs> whoever loses Although I think that's a win to be able to take a really nice shot of a nice tequila <laughs> at the end of the season once we're done. Yeah. Um, okay. Experiment 626 asked us, what would you change or bring back in F1? Mm-hmm. We were talking about this before and I honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying so hard to think of something and so I'm going to let you go first. Okay, so one of the things I would change is during the red flag, doing any work on the car, changing tires or anything that might be wrong with the car. You can't touch the car. It's red flag. To me, the race is stopped. um, So they shouldn't be able to do any work Mm -hmm. on the car. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to. Well, I agree. I think that's great. Can Mm -hmm. I just go with yours? Yeah. So I was thinking about this and uh, one of my things was like, you can't change tires during a safety car. And then I was like, well, if I did that, then it's like, it takes away from some of the exciting things that happen in races. Mm -hmm. And so, so then I started thinking, okay, maybe something about sprint races, because I feel like sprint races are just like so annoying sometimes. And they're just, it's hard to kind of keep track of everything that's going on over the weekend. And yeah, it's fun for like viewers, Mm. but it's not great for like the teams and the, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like, what's the point of the sprint race even being separate from the weekend? So then I was like, well, maybe if they can incorporate the sprint race into the actual race, I don't know, like Mm. where they have qualifying and maybe qualifying determines the sprint race. And then the sprint race ending determines the start of the race on yeah, Sunday. Which is that's how that's how it was last year. So maybe And at least that way the sprint race counted towards something right. towards the race. Um, but I think they stopped that just because it had it maybe the teams thought it was had too much consequences, right? Mm-hmm. Because if something happens somebody crashes into you and you during qualifying like the original qualifying you get pull and then now somebody because of somebody else's mistakes now you lost pole position for the actual race so I think that's why they got rid of it but now it just feels like they're really this has nothing to do with race day it doesn't affect it in any way and you're just getting points right for the championship I don't know yeah guys I like it how it is. Can I just say nothing? Yeah. (laughs) I like it how it is. I love Formula One. I actually, a lot of this, this talk about, you know, oh, like Red Bull would, if we could just take Red Bull out of the thing, like, then it'd be fun. Actually, I still think it's fun. I still think it's a good season. And that's just what happens in Formula One. Like 
teams just mm. start to dominate and then yeah, they win a lot. That's how it's and been for, for years. years. So oh. then maybe who who will be the next team? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to see a McLaren or a Ferrari or yeah. Mercedes again someday. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, um, it is what it is. Yeah. One thing I would also bring back is the different engines mm. instead of these and have the loud. The loud. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I actually I like that too. Mm. Let's just take all of Lynette's stuff and... <laughs> We'll make it Allison's too. We'll put Allison underneath. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the news. We've Were got that, a was that news. all the questions? Yeah, that was it. Oh, okay. That was it. Thank you guys so much for writing in, by the way. I know we see this every week, but we appreciate you so much for writing in. And yeah. we and love... And those are good questions. Like, it makes you think really about, <laughs> about things that maybe we wouldn't be normally talking about. Yeah, for sure. So let's get into the news. We had a lot of news coming into this weekend. Otmar is out at Alpine, Mm -hmm. and so is sporting director Alan Permain and Pat Fry, the chief technical officer. So lots of change coming into the weekend with Mm -hmm. Alpine. What do you think about that? Were you surprised? I don't think I was surprised all that much. I feel like Otmar just wasn't really keeping up with the mm-hmm. with everybody else as far as like you know team management and stuff like that yeah so yeah and it seemed already there was a lot of talk about alpine mm-hmm. like from their their higher ups that they really weren't happy so it was only a matter of, t- of time yeah that they were going to make some changes yeah i did find it interesting that he didn't even stay for the race like he was like, peace out guys, <laughs> starting my, starting my vacation. Uh, vacation a little early this week. So I think he's definitely mentally checked out at mm-hmm. that point, but uh, potential team principal replacement rumors, <laughs> Mattia Bonotto. Yeah. What do you think about that? You think that's going to um, happen? I don't, I don't think so, but um, yeah, they said, I think he's like second on their list of crazy, but yeah, I don't know that it could happen, I guess. Yeah. Would you like to see him back in Formula One or? Um, sure, I guess. <laughs> He's kind of a dry character. Yeah. It's sort of like, what's his, I don't know. <laughs> also, I felt like he just really didn't do well at Ferrari in his mm. last couple of years. Everyone was kind of questioning his decisions and, and yeah. stuff. So. Like maybe in a different position, he might, he might do better. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I know he was, uh, I think technical engineer with Ferrari for, for years and that he did really well there, but maybe just not as team principal. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there was just something missing from him yeah. for that role. Yeah. So what else do you have? Um, so another, uh, Ferrari <laughs> movement. We and I think we had maybe talked a little bit about this uh, before when they announced it, but I guess now it's officially that Laurent Mekis is leaving Ferrari to go to AlphaTauri. Mm-hmm. So at first they said that he was going to finish out his time with Ferrari and then go, but they just why do let you think they go. made the change so quickly? I don't know, but um, I'm glad they did because I it's strange to me when they say oh, I got a job somewhere else, but I'm going to go ahead and just stay here for a whole other year or half the year. 
uh, working with you, I would say, okay, well, thank you. Thank you for your time. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> and, and go on to this other team. Yeah. You, you have no reason to, to be here and, and see what we're doing and see the changes that we're doing. Savage. Yeah. Lynette. <laughs> Lynette's like, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree. I, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely think that change is needed at Alpha Towery too, right? I mean, I think they could definitely go mm-hmm. for some change in management over there. So yeah, happy to see it and good for him. (laughs) (laughs) So next we have Bridgestone. Bridgestone's bid was rejected and Pirelli is expected to supply tires from, or at least until 2027. So with that, the tire conversation is over. Yeah. (laughs) Pirelli stays (laughs) in, uh, in, you know, Formula One. Yeah. So. so I've seen some comments from people on Instagram saying that they should have different tire suppliers and that the teams should be able to choose. What do you think about that? I think that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. I think they should let them pick. It, it would add more strategy and mm-hmm. more because like maybe certain tires, like maybe Bridgestone tires work better on certain tracks and than yeah. others. And so I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? I'm not sure about that. I haven't. Like I'm undecided. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I'm uh no, just have one tire supplier, but like don't overcomplicate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's enough going on already with all these changes and <laughs> decisions that have to be made. So yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens in 2028, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but for now, Pirelli is is the tire supplier. So. And then lastly, I wanted to bring up this Helmet Marco quote that was recently put out there about Perez. Mm. He had said, Perez has officially woken up from his dream of becoming world champion, and now he can get back to driving or something along those lines. What do you think about that? I want to know like the full context of it because I, <laughs> I did like that's the only part of the quote that I saw. So part of me thinks, well, there has to be more to this. Was it a conversation that was had with Perez that, that, and that Perez told him that or, you know, that he's realizing, oh, my my I, my championship slipped away. Um, Let me give or you is the it quote. just or is it just helmet saying? Well, snap out of it. You're not getting it. Let me, let me give you the full quote. Perez is second in the world championship. More is not possible for him. He is fulfilling that at the moment. He has now woken up from his world championship dream. So that's the whole quote. And I think that you need to calm down, helmet, (laughs) calm down, like, Give Perez a chance here. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't know that he would ever be able to beat Verstappen, but I mean, wow, harsh words from somebody who runs the team and has a has a lot of say in what what goes on. Mm-hmm. I think that doesn't give to much confidence to Perez. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame. I mean, yeah, sure, we all know it. Perez is the second driver. Mm-hmm. But like But Perez doesn't need any more talk like this out in the press. Like no. he's already had it enough with the things that he's done on his own and now to have somebody from his team saying those things it's it's kind of unnecessary especially to keep like his morale up and stuff do you think sometimes helmet marco just needs like the microphone taken away from him (laughs) because sometimes i feel like he just says too much like 
let's keep him out of the let's keep him out if he has opinions like that let's keep him too honest (laughs) yeah um so you know uh that that's caused quite a bit of a stir but i guess we'll see what happens to perez i mean i think that he's he's fulfilling your he's right he is fulfilling his second driver Mm -hmm. you know position role whatever he's second in the championship solidly right now and that's great that's a good result from him so we'll see what happens you know at the end of the season hopefully he can stay in that in that position yeah and with that let's go over the standings before the break and just have a little chat about it before we (laughs) sign off so we've got max and sergio you know solid one and two Fernando and Lewis have quite a battle on their hands coming into the second half of the season. Fernando has 149 points and Lewis has 148 points. And then Charles and George, neck and neck, 99 points. And they are holding like fifth and sixth place down. And Carlos is in nine, has 92 points. And then from there on, it just kind of goes down and down. But what do you think about Fernando and Lewis? If you had to say, who do you think is going to like pull um, it out by the end of the season? I'm going to go with Lewis. They seem to be like on the right track compared to Aston Martin. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm going to go Lewis. And also like looking at these numbers. So Perez has second. He's has 189 points and Alonso's third with 149. That's 40 points. With, and if Perez has any bad races, yeah, any bad races, I mean, I would say that he doesn't really have second locked up yet. So right. Lewis could even mm-hmm. both uh, or Lewis and Charles, yeah. depending on how they do, or even Lando. Maybe yeah, because Lando's up moving up, <laughs> moving up quickly every with every race. Sixty nine points for Lando mm-hmm. with the start that they had, I think, is it's really good. He's an eighth. In the yeah. standings above Stroll, which if you think about how everybody was just so excited about Aston Martin and with how their car was doing for Lando to be ahead of, of Stroll now mm-hmm. with that terrible start that McLaren had that I'm, I mean, what does that say about Stroll and where McLaren's at right now? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> like I said earlier, I agree. I don't think Max will lose another race. I mean, I think I, I bet against you. So he, he will, he will, I'm betting he'll lose one race, P1, but he'll keep the lead, the championship lead for sure, is my opinion. And Sergio, he's on the chopping block. Maybe Lewis can pull out a second place. Mm-hmm. Maybe Charles can. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually even thinking maybe, so we could have Max, Lewis, Charles, or mm-hmm. like it's going to be close between, Lewis and Charles, I think. And then Perez is kind of like he needs to watch out. <laughs> right. I don't know, unfortunately, that Fernando, that it's Fernando's year. It started out looking really good for mm-hmm. him and it's just gradually kind of gone downhill. And I think that's where he's going to continue to go in the driver standings, just kind of creeping down mm-hmm. lower and lower every week. But we'll see. And. Oh, so. Teens. We have. So two that don't have points as of yet, which is Sargent and Ricardo. Mm-hmm. We had said at the beginning of the year that we thought everybody was going to get points this year. Did and we say that? Yes. Oh, we're so close. <laughs> so we're close. Uh, we're halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. 
Do you think Logan will get points? Yes. I think so, too. I think it's going to happen. Come on, Logie. Let's go. Yeah, it has to happen. (laughs) I mean, if (laughs) Alvan has had, he has 11 points, so it's possible even at least one point. I think definitely Danny. Yeah, he'll get his points. He'll get his point. At least least one, and then we'll be right, except with Nick, no points. Nick, no points. Did that kind of screw us? Or are we not going to count him now since he's out? We cannot count him. (laughs) Yeah, let's keep him out. (laughs) Give us a chance. So I think, yeah, I think we're still on the right track. I think everyone's going to get points. Mm. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, and then now let's take a look at the constructors. Obviously, we have Red Bull, Mm -hmm. which has taken that. And then we have Mercedes. Another So another close one with second, third, and fourth. We have Mercedes. Then Aston Martin in third, and then mm. Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And I think Ferrari is going to get third and pass Aston Martin. So I think it's going to finish with Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari. I think it's going to finish Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, McLaren mm-hmm. ahead of Aston Martin. Okay. What do you think? Do you think McLaren can um, beat Aston Martin? I think they Martin? have a chance. They're 90, about 90 points away they from Aston Martin. Um, yeah. But with McLaren's two drivers, I think they definitely have, they're going to be picking up more points than I would say Aston Martin because Aston Martin could get points, but I think the only one really that's going to get the, the bigger chunk of points is one of their drivers, which is Fernando, whereas McLaren, both of their drivers right. can pick up a lot of points. Right. So are you surprised, impressed to see Williams beating out Haas potentially as well as Alfa Romeo and Alfa Tauri? I'm surprised, yes, with Alfa Tauri and Alfa Romeo being bottom. Yeah, being the bottom two. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think that Williams has more coming for them, like mm-hmm. in the second half of the season. I'm really excited to see them do better i'm hoping they can pull out way ahead of the other three teams just to show that like hey we're back we were mm-hmm. we were williams like <laughs> we've been here a long time and we're here to stay you know because for the longest time they were just really not doing well yeah and then do you think alpine will be able to join the top five and in, in some sort of competitive way in the second half of the season. I don't think so. Especially with everything that's going on in their team right now and all these changes and they they just don't seem stable. And the drivers also, I feel like they haven't really just shown. I mean, I guess this weekend we saw, um, was it Gasly on the podium, right? Mm -hmm. For the sprint race. But also it was like different circumstances with the wets and stuff. So it wasn't a, like your typical race where you could say, oh, are yeah. they like, look who showed up, you know, are they here to stay? And so I think like this was a one-off for them and I think it'll kind of, will kind of stay like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I'm sad to see it because I love a little SD bestie moment. <laughs> I want to see more of him doing well, but yeah, and maybe maybe it's in the cards for them next next season mm-hmm. once they have all their changes made and yeah, we'll and see. I mean they haven't done terrible. No, so 
Yeah. They just kind of need to do a little bit more improvements. For sure. Well, I think that's all we have I for today. That's it. Yeah. So summer break, mm-hmm. we've got like, I think a three couple, weeks of no races. Yes. And we've got a couple of, I think next week we may have a, a special little episode for you guys. We're going to do something different mm-hmm. and have a guest. And then we will see you guys, I guess, in about four weeks and three to four weeks. And um, please, 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 if you haven't already done so, give us a five star rating on Spotify, on YouTube, or I think Apple Podcasts. You could do like a review if you wanted to write like a little comment. We would love to read them on our show and um, follow us on all of our socials. So Instagram, threads, TikTok. And we just love you guys so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for following us. Yeah. Also, one extra little tidbit. Keep an eye out on our socials because <laughs> this week, it's either this week or next week, we're going to announce a huge giveaway. Yes, it's really good. It's so going to be really, really good. Sure, and make sure to follow on Instagram because that's where we're going to talk about it and let everybody we'll know what it the is. Yeah. On Instagram. And yeah, so follow us it's gonna be so exciting yeah and and for those of you watching on youtube next episodes i think two weeks we'll do um audio only with our guest and then in two weeks is the next race so we'll be back on youtube then yeah oh i'm sad Mm -hmm. you're not gonna see our faces for a while but you'll get Get to hear we'll post it yeah we'll show our faces on instagram (laughs) and we'll we'll be posting fun things and stuff on instagram so yeah so stick around yeah for the break So we will see you guys in two weeks. Yep. (laughs) Bye. Bye.